0: Om Namo Narayanaya. Welcome back. Today we're going to be reading from chapter 26, Fundamental Principles of Material Nature. Lord Vishnu, as Kapila Muni said, My dear mother, now I shall describe unto you the different categories of the absolute truth, knowing which any person can be released from the influence of the modes of material nature knowledge is the ultimate perfection of self-realization i shall explain that knowledge unto you by which the knots of attachment to the material world are cut the supreme personality of godhead is the supreme soul and he has no beginning he is transcendental to the material modes of nature and beyond the existence of this material world he is perceivable everywhere because he is the self-effulction, and by his self-effulction luster, the entire creation is maintained. As his pastime, the, that supreme person of Godhead, the greatest of the great, accepted the subtle material energy which is invested with three material modes of nature and which is related with Vishnu. Divided into varieties by her threefold modes, material nature creates the forms of the living entities, and the living entities, seeing this, are illusioned by the knowledge-covering feature of the illusionary energy. Because of his forgetfulness, the transcendental living entity accepts the influence of material energy as his field of activities, and thus accentuated, he wrongly applies the activities to himself. Material consciousness is the cause of one's conditional life, in which the conditions are enforced upon the living entity by the material energy. Although the spirit soul does not do anything and is transcendental to such activities, he is thus affected by conditional life. The cause of the conditioned soul's material body and senses, and the senses' presiding deities, the demigods, is the material nature. This is understood by learned men. The feelings of happiness and distress of the soul, who is transcendental by nature, are caused by the spirit soul himself. Devahuti said, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, kindly explain the characteristics of the Supreme Person and his energies, for both of these are the causes of this manifest and unmanifest creation. In response, Kapilamuni said, The unmanifested eternal combination of the three modes is the cause of the manifest state and is called pradhana. It is called prakriti when the manifested stage, when in the manifested stage of existence. The aggravated elements, namely the five gross elements, the five subtle elements, the four internal senses, the five senses for knowledge gathering, and the five outward organs of action are known as the pradhana. There are five gross elements, namely earth, water, fire, air, and ether. There are also five subtle elements, smell, taste, color, touch, and sound. The senses for acquiring knowledge and the organs for action number 10, namely the auditory sense, the sense of taste, the tactile, sight, smell, and the active organs for speaking, working, traveling, generating, and evacuating. The eternal subtle senses are experienced at having four aspects in the shape of mind, intelligence, ego, and contaminated consciousness distinctions between them can be made only by different functions since they represent different characteristics all these are considered the qualified brahman the mixing element which is known as time is counted as the 25th element the influence of the supreme personality of godhead is felt in the time factor which causes fear of death due to the false ego of the deluded soul who has contacted material nature my dear mother daughter of Svayumbhava, Smanu, the time factor, as I have explained, is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, from whom the creation begins as a result of the agitation of the neutral, unmanifested nature. By exhibiting his potencies, the Supreme Personality of Godhead adjusts all these different elements, keeping himself within as the Supersoul and without as time. After the Supreme Personality Godhead impregnates material nature with His eternal potency, material nature delivers the sum total of the cosmic intelligence, which is known as Hiran Maya. This takes place in material nature when she is agrit- agitated by the destinations of the conditioned souls. Thus, after manifesting Vriagadiness, the effulgent Mahatattva, which contains all the universes within itself, which is the root of all cosmic manifestations, and which is not destroyed at the time of annihilation, swallows the darkness that covered the effulgence at the time of dissolution. This mode of goodness, which is clear, sober status of the understanding of Lord Vishnu, and which is generally called Vasudeva, or Consciousness, becomes manifest in the Mahatattva. After the manifestation of the Mahatattva, these features appear simultaneously as water in its natural state, before coming in contact with earth is clear, sweet and unruffled, so the characteristic traits of pure consciousness are complete serenity, clarity, and freedom from distraction. The material ego springs up from the mahatatva, which evolved from the Lord's own energy. The material ego is endowed predominantly with active power of three kinds, good, passionate, and ignorant. It is from these three types of material ego that the mind, the senses of perception, the organs of action, and the gross elements evolve. The threefold ahankara, the source of the gross elements, the senses of the mind, is identical with them because it is their cause. It is known by the name of Sankarashana, who is directly Lord Anatana with a thousand heads. This false ego is characterized as the doer, as an instrument, and as an effect. It is further characterized as serene, active, or dull, according to how it is influenced by the modes of goodness, passion, and ignorance. From the false ego of goodness, another transformation takes face. From this evolves the mind, whose thoughts and reflections give rise to desire. The mind of the living entity is known by the name of Lord Henri Rudda, the supreme ruler of the senses. He possesses a bluish-black form resembling a lotus flower growing in the autumn. He is found slowly by the yogis. I'm actually going to pause here because this is a long chapter, and I don't want to make the video too long. When I first started reading this, I felt like, oh, I've read this before. It's more a Genesis creation story. But it's not. It actually it feels like we've heard this before. It feels like there's a lot of repetition here. But I'm realizing now if you go back to the beginning of the Shrima Bhagavatam, we were talking about Lord Vishnu and Brahma and Shiva, the carnal creation. But as we've delved into this story of creation of mankind, it hasn't really repeated itself. What we've gotten is more and more and more micro, micro, micro. We've 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 gone from from, you know, creation of the world in the in the primal moment to now we're talking about the sense organs It's it's really it's actually really interesting, but it requires you to take notes <laughs> Let's be honest. There's a lot in here, and you really need to take notes and and maybe draw some graphs and stuff Actually if there is a graph out there that would be a really cool thing for everyone on this channel to see if because because there is so much overlap and words and definitions and becomes very confusing if you're confused it's okay it's okay and then once you're confused you're like well now what do i do not just that but what do i do with this information in general how does it affect me spiritually and (laughs) that's just the beginning anyways we will pick up uh with verse 29 in the next video so thank you for watching comments and all that please if you'd like down below.